So we were texting a little bit, I think, while I was watching the episode we're about to talk about today. Yeah. Um, and basically, we just I just texted to say that uh, Dahl sucks. <laughs> yes, and I agreed. Yeah. And, and, and I think that might be, like, the biggest problem with Prodigy, is that the star of the show is the least... The worst character. The least likable character on the show. Yeah. Which is, like, not, not a mistake that they've ever made in a different... Well... And I mean, uh, depending uh, on arguably, how arguably discovery, but like I, I but I, I actually don't think that. Though. I think, I think uh, probably for the for the cast members who stay around multiple seasons, I would say probably Stamets is the least likable. Is more, <laughs> more obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like arguably, I think they try to consider Tom Paris like one of the main like point of view characters of Voyager sometimes. But he's not the lead. Like he's not the lead. Unquestionably not the lead. Like sure. He's, uh, that, that's what I mean. Is that like, yeah? Because like Wesley's in the beginning of TNG a lot, but he's not like yeah. The lead, that's also true. The lead character, yeah. Anyway, though, so it made me think because I, I think I I said to you I think that maybe Prodigy has like overall to me like the least likable a crew or uh, main, cast. main cast, and and that's yeah. not and that's not even to say that I think like the rest of the cast is bad or whatever, but just like not like necessarily they don't have like the charm that the rest of like the crews have yeah yeah i feel like there's always at least one one cast member where i'm like oh that guy that guy's got it and i i I don't really know that i feel that way about any of these folks yet but yeah um, i mean to be fair they're like largely very young actors i I know i know well yeah but but i mean like jason manzoukas and the the person who plays uh the the non like the the non-gender the robot zero yeah zero yeah yeah i mean Um, i think they're fairly young but yeah and Dee Bradley Baker playing. Uh, and Dee Bradley slime. Baker, yeah. that's true. <laughs> but counts. but anyway, so I was just trying to. Uh, what do you What do you think? Who do you which Which cast do you think is like would be like the best hang? Like just talking characters only. Like so, like not. Yeah. Not like hanging out with William Shatner IRL, but like like who who would who would you most want to like kick back on the holodeck with or or whatever? Right. Like which? I mean, I feel like the like gut reaction is ds9 because that kind of is the point of most of ds9 it seems like it's true it's just like a bunch of people hanging out like it's kind of the cheers of star trek a lot of the time but i don't know that i in like i guess some of them i would like Mm -hmm. ds9 feels like kind of half and half for me well so you just you did you have you watched any more of ds9 you watched the pilot of ds9 last since the last time we talked yeah i was like and then i haven't gone back to like keep watching it because i okay okay started watching something else but but yeah i i do intend to like i have officially although not in earnest started my watch through of ds9 okay well because i just whatever for whatever reason got into a mood where i was just like i just want to watch something i like yeah like i feel like i watch enough things because i feel obligated to Mm -hmm. like all of the like star trek shows that i'll occasionally try or not star trek star wars shows that i'll occasionally try to catch up on yeah i gave up man it feels good (laughs) i'm just like i mean like it's good i guess technically yeah but yeah like ds9 just feels like such a like it's just like you can just sit and watch it and have a nice time Um, yeah totally so and yeah i i think with ds9 like i don't know and you keep telling me that like bashir grows on you i'm i'm not a I don't know. I, Bashir, I don't think I would like in real life. Bashir, um, well, uh, that's it. Yeah, I really am curious what you'll think when you go on. Because I think yeah. you kind of have to get past his his kind of playboy 
bit that he's doing and then he's just like he's like a nice person who cares a lot and then yeah and and but also like he becomes such good friends with o'brien and those are the they're like the two like holodeck buds you know yeah it is a weird one because i think that like bashir and o'brien and dax are all definitely a good hang on the holodeck but then like yeah odo's probably got to stick up his butt like yeah uh, like i like odo as a character but he'd probably be kind of a buzzkill like yeah in real life and same th- i think same thing with kira probably yes definitely and then like cisco it just kind of depends on like the mood you catch him in you know sometimes sure. he's gonna feel for something he's gonna he's gotta he's gotta be serious you know and then and then like quark is like fun quark's fun but you also know he's probably trying to like steal something from you you know <laughs> right you have um, to kind of watch your back yeah yeah i i mean like <sighs> i mean tng has just such a like familiar like they I, yeah. they would all just be like you would just feel so nice like hanging around with all of them yeah they're all just they're all just good buds um yeah. they all just seem kind of happy to like, be even there just like lavar burton by himself is probably like one of the people i would most yeah like, just like give anything to spend a day with but like voyager too like those like i don't know they've got and, and they and voyager they really yeah. get into like the they really get into holodeck, holodeck stuff too although i think sometimes they get into Obviously, Hollow Pursuits is a thing that happens in in TNG, but I do feel like some, sometimes they get a little bit too into the holodeck just because they're kind of cooped up, you know. Right, that's fair. They just like create another town that they're mm-hmm. just like this is the other place we all live. Yeah, I think I think I would have to go with TNG though, just because out of all the people who are on a Star Trek show, if they, if they were real, who I don't want to be friends with, I think I'd have to pick. Riker probably like 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 in terms of sure just like someone who you would know in real life like and the, yeah they all seem like pretty nice and and like but like good at their jobs like but not not like you know Picard maybe a little bit a little bit stick in the mud every now and then but even that you you, you yeah but he can have fun yeah you you just have to like be like oh well, you do you want to do a Dixon Hill thing or something and then he's, he's yeah gonna be up for it so that's my uh that's I think that's my vote that's fair I think that makes sense got my kazoo back i know it's a real one that's good yes all right <laughs> hi everybody welcome to out of contracts the show where two guys who have seen part of star trek try to watch all of it in no particular order i'm ryan howard and i'm brady jungle and today we are talking about time amok and it is season one episode eight, eight right eight i think of, yeah of i also Prodigy. don't have it pulled up it is Written by Nikhil S. Uh, Jairam, I think, is how you say that, or I'm going to try that anyway. And then it's directed by Olga Ulanova and Sung Shin. If it says for the TOS, TOS episode with a similar title, please see Amok Time. Uh, yes. Which is, has, like, they have nothing in common with right. each other. Well, then, I mean, and, it is, and then also I'm not for exactly the, uh, sure why Amok Time is called Amok Time, but, but yeah, because that one's, like, not about, like, time shenanigans. That's the Ponfar one, right? That's the Ponfar one, yeah. I think that's, I think it's called that one because it's, like, it's time for him to be Amok. Like, like, like it's, like, it's, like, his, sure. it's, like, like his time. The, yeah. But, yeah, and then it should, it should say also for the, the, the SNW episode with the similar title, please see Spock Amok, uh, so... That's true. That one is also one that happens. Uh, when the USS Protostar is fractured in time by an anomaly, Hologram Janeway must synchronize the disjointed crew and save their ship before it destructs. So um, we talked about this episode not that long ago, uh, right? When it when it, was that special? That was earlier this year. Our wasn't Prodigy it? special. Yeah. Was 
It can't have been that. Yeah, it can't have been that. I think long it was ago. earlier this year. I, I, time doesn't make any sense anymore to me. But uh, sure. I mean, also prodigies because I'm looking at like this. This episode aired January twentieth, twenty twenty two. But yes, also but, prodigy had that like weird, elongated season. So yes, yes. Because our special came out on New Year's Day of this year. So of this year. Okay. Yeah, because that because that season took forever to come out, and then of course now the. Next season's going to take even even longer yeah. if it does ever come out. Although I think it will. But yeah, uh, we did this. We did a special on Prodigy with my kids, which was pretty fun, I thought. Yeah, and that was a fun way to do that. Yeah, Yeah. so we talked a little bit about this episode in particular, though, because I think we both thought that like the second half, kind of the, the, the not actually second season, but basically second season of, of Prodigy, yeah. it, I think was a lot stronger than the first half. But you, I think in particular, see, you were kind of going to bat for this episode being like the best of the first batch of them from the first half of the season. How did you feel about watching it again? I, I felt like it was, I don't know. I don't know that it felt as, like, I did, I still liked it. I don't think I, I like, loved, liked it as much as I remembered mm-hmm. the first time around. Like, it's just, it's just one where, and again, kind of maybe you can blame like the limitations of the length or of it trying to be kids show. Like there's just not as much there as I would like there to be. Yeah. I definitely, I feel basically the same. I like the idea of it and like, it feels like a very kind of Star Trek idea, like particularly a Voyager type idea, but, but yeah, then it just really, they don't do very much with it, I guess. It kind of felt like a little bit to me, like blink of an eye meets like the inner light or something. Sure. Which is, you know, as we kind of, we were, I think we were talking about this recently on our, on our um, special about Strange New World season two, where it's like, if you think that in your head, that's going to be a hard bar to clear, you know, like, <laughs> right. like, yeah, like two like classic, yeah, kind of well held up Star Trek episodes that you're just like, well, it's like those, but just kind of not as good, yeah. So why don't I just go watch them instead? <laughs> So yeah, why don't you why don't you uh, take us in on this one and you know a shorter a shorter episode, but we can we can still we'll yeah. So so yeah, so this episode it starts out with the like prodigy crew in the holodeck doing like team building exercises because Janeway's like you guys haven't really been working very well as like a crew or a team, so we're gonna do this like the that like thought experiment or like it's not even the thing is that like the thing they do. And I guess you could argue this about the whole episode. Like, isn't really a team building exercise. It's just a problem solving exercise. Because they do the thing where it's like you have, what is it? You have like a chicken and a fox and a bag of grain. And you have to like take them one at a time from one side of a river to the other. But like certain ones can't ever be alone in the same place at the same time. Yeah. So what I thought was funny about this is that like this is just like we we put we put this on holodecks now instead of just doing them you know like like writing it down on a piece of paper yeah, yeah. it's like i'm imagining like uh you know after this like janeway is like all right so holodeck load up the load up the one where it's like uh, uh, a man and his son are in a car accident and then and the man <laughs> dies but then he, the son goes, he goes to the hospital to the and the doctor says i can't operate on this boy he's my son and then, then that all just happens and they're like being like how can it be his son you know yeah uh, yeah, or then you just load up like a train leaves New York heading west right, yeah. at twenty miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like on a train. 
Yeah. A man uh, has a man is is found hanged in a room, uh, but there's no chair and all the doors are locked. But there's a puddle of water on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As I was going to say, knives. But uh, yeah, and then they do a bad job trying to. Even though it's not actually yeah. a team building exercise, they do a bad job at being a team while they're there. Um, yeah, everything just kind of like breaks down because, yeah, like Jenkum wants to eat the chicken and then like whoever's holding onto the fox lets go of it and mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and then Dal, this, I think that's the point where Dal like gets frustrated enough that he like tells Janeway that they're not actually Starfleet cadets, but just like a bunch of kids that like stumbled onto this ship and used it to escape. Um, this is one, which like, Oh God, sorry. Clearly Janeway must have known. <laughs> like you just kind of look at them, but this is one thing that, that bothers me about one of the, one of the things that bothered me about like the structure of this, of this whole season was that like, they spend so long being like, we can't tell them that we're not Starfleet. And I yeah, guess it, it, it kind of makes a star. Well, they keep saying that like, we stole a Starfleet ship, which they didn't. Right. That's, that's exactly. Cause it's like, I guess it kind of makes sense in the sense that they're all kids and they don't know like what Starfleet is. And so they're afraid they'll get in trouble. But it's just like, if you just said, uh, we were enslaved and then we yeah. found the ship and got away. Like, and, like used it to escape. And the people who are like trying to like, chase us down and that would yeah, that would solve all their problems like they would like there yeah. wouldn't need to be a season and they the do have, again like that that is one thing i think later in the season they do a better job of kind of because then eventually right they like have like a virus on the ship or something right so they yeah. can't they're like well we now we can't communicate with starfleet because then that's what will set off this like starfleet destroying itself thing yeah they have they have the virus on the ship that's like is it because it wasn't that all the, they have a virus, like the basically it's like the same virus on the ship that was on the the one ship in, the, the ship in it, it's like very very similar to like a lower decks finale right I think the, yeah I think so like really yeah. similar yeah yeah um, where because it just leads to like Starfleet ship and kind of I guess not really the Picard finale yeah but kind of the Picard finale too I mean, right because that's the one where like the Borg start taking over Starfleet ships and they oh, all shoot yeah, each yeah. other man I have forgotten. Like the details of Picard season three, so so that that is still like being held up online as like the best the best like CBS All Access era season, and I just find like I just find that baffling. It's not even just because people were so excited to see Worf again, but it, yeah, it's just it's just not even the best. It's not even the best Picard season. Like I was I was showing Kim today like the the World Cup of Trek like the uniform rankings and stuff. Oh yeah. And, um, cause I was just checking to see if, if they had started a new poll yet and they haven't, but, uh, and I got to like the world war three judiciary uniform that, that Q wears. And then Kim was like, how is he in, in Picard? And I was like, he's so good. Like, and yet yeah. he's yeah, the, the second season I think is like, all right. Like, uh, you know, I think I liked it a little bit more than you, but like, I don't know. It just, I don't get it, but I, yeah, I, I've I've forgotten like almost everything about season three of Picard, like in terms of like plot details and like, uh, yeah, like uh, he has a kid and the kids kind of whatever, and he's a, I guess a Borg because Picard's uh, stuff has got <laughs> Borg in it, you know, or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> like apparently, my, I was like, my, I was, I remember being like Michael Dorn, good. Don't want to know about this kid at all. At the end, yeah. they like set up a spinoff that's not going to happen or whatever, you know. But. Yeah, because because earlier in the season, it is just like, well, we can't let Starfleet know that we like stole a Starfleet ship, mm-hmm. and so we have to pretend like we're Starfleet cadets. So like, but yeah, so this is where they tell Janeway, and then. 
they all kind of like get upset and go to their rooms and then the ship gets hit by some anomaly of some sort yeah Um, they go into a tachyon storm yeah Um, because if you're doing something with time it's you can just make it tachyons yeah or chronotons and so your chronotons yeah that's true that's a thing too and yeah and so then basically they all get like it is one of those things that like doesn't hold up too much to like thinking too hard about how it happens <laughs> because the the kind of premise is that like everyone ends up like is going through time at different speeds yeah but they're all but then they're also kind of in like different universes right like, so things that happen well, in one don't happen in the other one well, well, and also back, back up for like back up for goes just, from one to one in order sorry yeah but back up for a second so yeah because yeah so the the tachyon storm has affects gravity and that makes that makes the proto drive blow up basically because that's what keeps the proto drive like the kind of the star yeah, the, like star the star power to drive the on the pro- yeah. uh, on the proto star that's what keeps it uh operational and so that causes it to blow up and so yeah so it's so the first the first little like timeline that we see is jenkum runs down to the proto drive and is like oh no it's about to blow up i have like 10 minutes to fix it i'd better start and like janeway's trying to help him and then almost immediately it just goes ahead and blows up yeah like way earlier than it's supposed to yep and then Janeway flashes out of existence and into another existence and then realizes that like the something about the tachyon storm and the proto the proto drive like split up the different people on the ship into different speeds of yeah time yeah and the and I think what they end up saying is it's like this sort of like s- sine wave that's getting like closer and closer to reality so the first two like Jenkum and then rock who's the next one she goes to are like the most kind of extreme in one direction or the other yeah and then it gets kind of as she keeps going through like other ones it gets closer to normal speed yeah. so rock she goes to rock and rock everything's going like very very slowly and they this is something that like when they first flashed to jenkum he said something about like why are the lights all red and i was like oh are they gonna do a cool like redshift thing i don't know what that is where like but I don't, th- I don't, it's basically like the Doppler effect, but with light. So like when you're moving, like, but basically because like, you know, like the different colors of light are just like the waveform, like mm-hmm. the waveform going like either like narrower or wider. Yeah. But like, oh, are they going to make like when time's going fast, like because everything's like shoved together, it looks, everything looks more red. And then when time's going slow, it stretches out and everything looks more like blue um and i was like that would have been a cool effect where you have like just kind of the different lighting in each scene but i don't think that's what they were doing i think he was just like the lights are red because there's alarms going off and the warp core is about to explode well um that would have been cool but i think that would have required them putting like an amount of thought into like what any of this means i think that that was like my biggest like issue with this is that like i just don't think that this explains really the rules of what it is or like like or really, yeah. really at all. Like, like, and it's just, and it's, and so it's just kind of like something happens and then like Janeway conveniently then gets blasted into like the next place she needs to go. And then she explains it again to someone else and then they do something. And it's just kind of like, you don't yeah. really know like why this is happening. And like, they don't really, I don't really think that the timelines interact in like an interesting way either. Like, yeah, this is, I guess, kind of my thing is cause it's, if the whole kind of like what they're setting up is like, oh, you need to all work together as a team, even though you're not 
you know, and it, yeah. and then at the end, they're just like, even though you were like separated by time, you all managed to work together. But I don't, they don't like they kind of did, but not like yeah, not really, not really. <laughs> like basically zero figured, like designed, like figured out what the like piece they need to put into the warped core to make it work again, and like plant made out like schematics for it, but didn't have enough time to build it. Well, yeah, well, Jacob first is just like we're going to die, and that yeah, and then zero. <laughs> And then Zero makes the schematics. Yeah. But doesn't have enough time to, like, actually build the thing. And then she goes to... Well, I guess before Zero, she goes to Rock. Yeah, Rock doesn't do Because Rock is just, like... Yeah, because Rock is kind of, like, just sort of overwhelmed by it all and, like, feels like, you know, there's too much pressure on her and kind of panics and, like, just sort of, like, you know, shuts down Janeway's program Mm -hmm. so that she, like, doesn't keep, like, pressuring her and, like, kind of goes and hides in her bed yeah and then and then zero designs the thing then i think she goes to dal oh i think she talks to murph briefly but yes then it goes yeah goes there, to- somewhere in the middle there there's like a murph scene where she's like okay what are we going to do in this timeline and it's just like murph being like Rah. yeah um yeah so this, is, dal- this is my text to you that dal sucks because he's just playing, dal sucks he's playing like a video game on his on his on his pad and like it's just being very dismissive of, and then it's like i can't yeah do like hasn't even noticed that like any of this has happened yeah and, like there's no one else on the ship and it's about to blow up and yeah and she's like get up and like fix the ship and he's like but i don't know how to fix the ship i don't i told you we're not starfleet and she's like everyone is about to die here are the schematics build the thing so like she convinces him and i think he he does build the thing he, yeah he builds the thing but then he he doesn't, have, doesn't one, have he's missing a part yeah and and then the ship blows up again um, and then it goes to then it goes to Gwyn. Then it goes to Gwyn. Yeah. Yep. And like, and that's like, I think the kind of largest like body of the episode then is with Gwyn, because Gwyn. I think I thought it, I guess I thought it was more with Rock than with Gwyn, but yeah, J- Jankum and and Zero and Dahl are all not in it very much. The Gwyn and Rock are the two biggest. Yeah. So then Gwyn, like, I guess then builds the thing over again. No, no. So I believe what it is well so first of all like earlier Gwyn like, spends, the, the, like Gwyn is trying to find the the part that's mi- that like is missing right uh but but also like earlier in the episode we saw that uh her dad uploaded dreadnoughts like programming into the vehicle replicator um, yeah and it started like building because because he like figured out where the ship was because mm-hmm. they've been hunting for him and so he like yeah like uploaded dreadnought into it and it and so the vehicle replicator kind of occasionally through this like cut to that and it'll show it like 3d printing a little bit more at a time another dreadnought in mm-hmm. in their ship and so the yeah in the and so in gwyn's timeline like it builds dreadnought well yeah oh that's right that right because because when they try, do go to dal he like try first tries to use the replicator to build the thing and it's just like the replicator's in use yeah um and so he can't build the part and so yeah, so then in, when they cut to Gwen, then, like, she has this kind of fight scene with Dreadnought, who, like, beats her up a little, like, you know, kind of, like, throws her around, and then... And, like, says and that then, she was a mistake, and, you know, just yeah. that kind of thing. And then Dreadnought, like, just, like, kind of, like, rips open a panel and, like, pulls out the part that they needed and takes it down to fix the warp core. Because she's like, you know, like, well, there's no point in, like, whatever you're doing because the ship's about to blow up and we're not, we don't have the piece we need. And then he's just like, oh, you mean this piece right here? And, like, pulls it out. Mm-hmm. But then before he can fix the warp core, she, like, flushes him out into space. 
like opens the airlocks, he goes out into space, the ship blows up again. Oh, and also he he deletes Janeway's program too. Yes. Yeah, doing one of those like they, there is a cool like Robert Beltran cameo <laughs> in that scene. Um because mm-hmm. he he does the whole thing where like the ro- a robot like you know, like simulates a human's voice. Mhm. So he's like, delete Janeway authorization code, you know, Chakotay, Delta, whatever. But when he does that, it, like, does it in, uh, like, Robert Beltran's voice. Speaking of, Robert, Robert Beltran, apparently not, like, a cool dude. Uh, I don't know if you've... Oh, no, really? Yeah. He He's kind of uh, breaking some strike rules right now to, like, uh. like that he's not, like, he's, he's promoting stuff in a way he's not supposed to. And then, like, he was on Twitter where someone was, like... Thanks for being a real Star Trek guy. Like all these fake fans with their like pride flags and their avatars and stuff. And he's like, "Yeah, uh, real real Trek fans are really exist or whatever." <laughs> I'm just like, "All right, come on, dude." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Again, like like we've talked about before, like Star Trek, well known for, for being for not be, well known, well known non woke standing for conservative Star family Trek, values. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, he didn't like exactly. He didn't. He didn't say like, "Yeah, I hate gay people," but just like he was like responding positively to this person who was like, "Ugh." All these gays and their Star Trek, you know, anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, kind of sucks, but anyhow. Yeah. But yeah, and then, like, right before the ship blows up, Gwen, like, records a log. Like, basically records onto the ship a, mem- a message for Rock. Yeah. To kind of, like, tell her she believes in her and also, like, explain to her all of, like, the things she needs to do. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I think this is kind of the only time where they, like, sort of use what I feel like you could do more of, of like them all technically being on the same ship, but just like time going at different speeds where like, she can like save something on the computer and then it's like there in rocks timeline. Yeah. But yeah. Cause then she gets the message back to rock just to, just to finish the episode. Uh, and then rock is yeah. like, Oh, well I actually should do this. I, I can save the ship. Yeah, I can do it. Cause they were all telling her that because she's big, she needs to be the security officer, and she doesn't want to. And um, but she's like, yeah, and like she's like, well, I like science, and they're like, but she's like, oh, but you can punch things. Yeah, and she's like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, I I can save the ship, and then yeah, so then she does, like she she like she brings Janeway back, and then she said because it because time is moving so slow that it's like yeah that she can essentially like lear- like take a college course in engineering yeah and uh, and then it works. And at the end, like there's like this, this very this bit that's like very elided over where Janeway like it feels like implies that like Rock was like alone for years like and yeah and, and I was just like this is I understand what I understand that like it's a, ch- a kids show you have a limited amount of time and you probably want to elide the horror of like what that means but like you know again it's, it makes you think about the inner light where like the inner light the reason why that that episode works so well is that like. You wake up. He wakes up, and you're and he's just like, oof, like you know, like and then you just kind of like you just like you just like sit in like what he's just experienced. And like honestly, the same the same thing with like blink of an eye, where it's like the doctor goes down there uh, to the planet because he's the only one that can go down there without like aging. Yeah, and then he just like lives a whole life down there, and then he yeah, and he, he comes like, back, and it's like it's been thirty years. He has like a, I have he, children. Doesn't he have a kid? Yeah, he has a kid. Yeah, it's like and it's like yeah, and like this, she's just like oh yeah, she was just she was there for too long, and I was just like I don't know, like I get again, I get it's a kids show. I'm not trying to make it not a kids show, but like it did just feel like that would be more effective if they let you live in that moment a little bit, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, like that could be like powerful and like yeah, you kind of want to explore it more. But yeah, I just I agree with you. I just think that like the the weakness of the episode is that like it doesn't actually seem like they like I think this would be a really cool idea if they actually tried to do to like to like make it work at all in any way. Like cuz I like I was thinking about like one thing that would be cool of of many things would be like if they actually were all on the ship, so then like, oh, so you can like see, so like, like they can like walk past and like see like Jenkins like there in engineering, but just like moving too slowly to be seen or whatever. Yeah, no, well, yeah, or or like in or like in Dal's timeline, then like he can see like a red blur running around, and that's and that's Rock doing stuff, like Rock doing stuff, you know, yeah. And like, and that would be interesting that if there was like points of interaction where they could try to sort of try to figure out what the other person was doing, you know, or just like, because like, that's another thing that's just kind of like annoying, I think, is that like, it doesn't actually feel like they have 10 minutes that is being stretched out or or compressed. It's like, it just all, it just feels like it's all happening in like the singular moment of now, because like. You think, you know, mm-hmm. like, if it really is, if time really is progressing that slowly in, like, Rock's time, she shouldn't just get that that message from from Gwen right away. Until... She should get it, yeah. like, later on in her time. You like, know. after, like, a year or two or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. it happens, like, near the very end of Gwen's timeline. Yeah, yeah. And, and she, like, looks up to... She's like, oh, Janeway's computer program's been deleted, and she basically remakes the program. But it's like that her program I don't think would be deleted by that point. Again, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it feels yeah. like a small little nitpick except, and, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't actually be nitpicking it except for that. Like they don't even try. It doesn't feel like, you know, like, it's not like they're, they're like trying something. And then like, there's a couple bits about it. that don't like hundred percent make sense. It's just kind of like, Oh uh, yeah. They're all just like, there's time, you know, there's time and, and they're all in not the same place. Don't worry about it. Like, it's just like, that's a thing. Yeah. Like, and I don't know. I, it just felt kind of lazy to me. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, I, I agree that, like, it, it seems like it could be a really interesting premise if they had really done much with it. But it does kind of seem like they, like, set it up and then they're just like, okay, well, now we have, like, you know, 20 minutes to fix this. Mm-hmm. So here are all the things that have to happen. Yeah, it's just, like, um, it's kind of a time travel episode in that, like, Janeway especially is, like, jumping back and forth through these different points in time. And like, there's, there's yeah. so many cool things you can do with that, you know, like, like... I when I am like reading like the third Harry Potter book or when I'm watching if I'm watching Back to the Future or whatever, I'm not thinking to myself, well that doesn't actually make sense. I'm like, oh that's a fun idea, that's fun. That's cool how like they can see themselves and blah you know, and it's like you yeah. just like allow allow yourself to like to do that, to like to like mess with it in a way that like makes it interesting. I don't know. That's that was I was kind of annoyed because I was just like I feel like this could be something and you're just kind of like, it feels like actively not making it anything at all. Sure. But yeah, I don't know. There are worse episodes of the show, but I think there are better ones too. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Again, like it's, it's a shorter, shorter than like the live action treks in terms of like length of episode. And yeah, that's really kind of like, just kind of what happens happens, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but you know, it's like, they. I think, I don't want to give them too much credit, though, for, like, it being shorter because, like, we have, you know, there are good Lower Decks episodes, you know, like, that, that, that work. There are good Prodigy episodes yeah. that work within this format. I think whenever we do... Yeah, that's right. I, I, I mean, I, the one I really still think about a lot is the All the World's a Stage one, where, like, yeah. they really, like, go pretty far with this premise in, like, a short amount of time. And even, like, I th- you know, I think we had a lot to say about, like, 
you know, when we did um, whatever that animated series episode we did was. Oh, the Magus Magus 2, yeah. Like, they're they're just like, that's just kind of like a strangely thematically rich text, you know, like, um, so I don't know. I think you can do it. I don't know. I... I, I guess for posterity, I guess we should just say that like we had we did acquire this uh, this episode via let's let's say non traditional means. Yeah, they are not not available on Paramount Plus right now. Yeah, so we'll have to see what happens there in the future. But anyway, you know, if it if it pops up somewhere again on streaming, uh, I think we'd be happy to. Yeah, I think Prodigy is worth giving a watch. Well, yeah. I mean, also, I, I just mean like we we would like we would we would we would attempt to watch it in like in that way. Word available for oh, us sure. to if, watch it that they, way. But, if they let us. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so let us do it. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We come out every other week. You can follow us on uh, Twitter, or we can follow us on, on X. Uh, no, no one <laughs> sure. calls it that. Nah, I, like nobody, zero people. I the only place I know. I, I feel like that's also one of those things. Like, regardless of how you feel about like Elon Musk or capitalism or any of that, like, kind of everyone agrees that like we're just not going to call it X. It's a dumb name. I'm just going to keep calling it Twitter because that's what I know it is. Yeah. Well, the only place I've ever seen anyone call it X is like in news articles where people will sometimes the writer will say on x formerly twitter on x or like on on like what is now being called x that people know as twitter like where they're always just like caveating it where it's like i guess technically we have like it's kind of like we have to we can't call him prince anymore so i guess we'll call him the artist from we know as prince but like everyone knows who we're talking it's prince you know like 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 that kind of a thing right (laughs) yeah anyway we are on twitter at contracts we are on our website at outofcontracts.podbean.com. You can email us at outofcontracts at gmail.com or you can follow us on YouTube at outofcontracts. Contracts is spelled C-O-N-T-R-E-K-S. You can also check out the other shows on the Kaleidoscope Media Podcast Network. There's Here's Johnny, which is a horror media podcast. There's That's Not How Science Works, which is a science pop culture podcast. And there's Wizard Studies, which is a Harry Potter podcast. So check any of those folks out and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye.